Digging Deeper podcast hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. And in this episode, Leah Stendhal, Executive Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Suffolk Construction, shares her unique path into the industry and the various career opportunities she sees for women in construction. She also tells about Suffolk's Rebuild the Ratio campaign, which not only targets substantial growth in the company's female workforce over the next 10 years, but partners with two youth-centered organizations to offer STEM education to girls at an early age to help build the future workforce. Let's dig in with Leah now. Leah, thank you for joining me today. I'd like to start off by learning a little bit more about you and your background. Can you tell us what kind of piqued your interest in the construction industry in the first place and how you ended up at Suffolk? Becky, thanks so much for having me, first of all, and inviting me to to share my own story and journey in construction. I also want to thank you uh, for what you do as a woman covering this industry. Uh, My own path to the construction industry is somewhat unconventional and it came late in my career. I never would have expected um, to work in this category as 20 plus years of of my experience was solely in digital financial services, marketing and communications. And I had the pleasure of being introduced to Suffolk and our founder, John Fish in late 2018, while I was chief marketing officer at E-Trade. And he was looking to add professionals to the Suffolk team from outside the category to bring really an entirely new perspective to the business and how we could continue to grow Suffolk. Um, Given my past experience, I was pretty skeptical at first uh, because I didn't see a direct connection between my own experience as a a consumer marketer and a company like Suffolk that excelled at building buildings. But John said something early on that really resonated me. And he indicated that his ambition was to build a company that builds more than buildings and a company that builds people. And for me, that really opened up my perspective on what a career in construction could mean for me and the potential impact that I could have as a a marketer. Um, And it really boiled down to three things that appealed to me. One was an opportunity to transition to an entirely different industry um, and to bring all the skills that I uh, accumulated as a marketer to something new. I think um, for many of us, it's rare to be able to transition after so many years in, in one industry. And I really love this idea as a, a personal challenge to get completely out of what had become a, a comfort zone in finance into something entirely new. Sure. The second was really to, to merge digital and physical. So I had come from an experience that was solely focused on pixels. And I like the idea that the digital and physical could come together and that the satisfaction of seeing a a tangible physical product um, at the end of the the building life cycle. And then finally, the third reason that this opportunity intrigued me was a, a real challenge of bringing best practices in branding and marketing to an industry that doesn't necessarily rely heavily on, on brand and communications and use that as a, a potential competitive advantage for us. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you really have taken an interest, interesting path to come into the industry, but based on everything you're saying, it sounds like it really was a, an intriguing opportunity and one that, that offers a lot of um, benefits on both sides. Uh 
I'd like to learn a little bit more about what you encountered once you moved into the construction sector. Um, there are stories that we hear about um, women who come into construction having challenges since it is a, a more male dominated industry, um, but that isn't always the case. Have you experienced any uh, particular challenges coming into the construction workforce? So I think coming from finance, prepared me in, in some ways to coming into construction. Um, I've been accustomed to working on leadership teams that were typically more male dominated. Um, in my past two plus years at Suffolk, I am happy to say that my colleagues have really embraced my unique background and I found a place for myself there. So although I don't have the expertise to build buildings, I found a way to contribute in my own way. Um, all the while kind of learning and stretching my skill set. And I, I do think that this speaks to an industry that's changing and it's definitely evolving with a lot of new and different paths available to women in construction, whether that's a more traditional role in the field and operations, building buildings, or a ton of new career paths available in building brands, building people, building data and analytics, building technology, and, and more. From a cultural perspective, our primary core value at Suffolk is people above all. And I see that on display every day. Um, so since joining two years ago, I felt really supported and welcomed, um, not only by our, our founder and CEO, John Fish, but all of my colleagues. And I've actually been able to broaden my own role beyond marketing and communications and into corporate strategy over the past two years. So sometimes I think there can be an advantage to being a different kind of voice in the room because it organically commands a degree of attention through a, a different perspective. I will share that I was initially intimidated by the more technical discussions with my colleagues relative to the business of building buildings. Um, there's certainly, even after two years, so much for, for me to learn. But my real breakthrough came when I realized that my experienced building colleagues were actually in the same position when I talked about the technical nuances of speaking a, a branding and marketing language. So I think we've been able to form really a, a synergistic relationship where we all contribute based on our respective sources of expertise and can kind of value and honor that. Um, as we all work to, to some of the broader goals. But important to note that my experience is just that. It's my own personal experience and it could be very, very different than, than that of other women in the industry. So at this point in my career, really my passion is to leverage my role as a leader to listen, to help create spaces where women can feel like they truly belong by shining a light on, on lack of women's representation in our industry for advocating for programmatic changes on topics like recruiting and retaining and cultivating talent. Um, and then even on a probably a more personal level to taking a, a true vested interest in helping uh, develop careers of the women on my team and, and outside of my team where it's appropriate. Right. Uh, I think what I really appreciate about your story, Leah, is the fact that you are a, an example of the there, that there are opportunities for women in this industry that go beyond being physically in the field and, and being a part of the, the, the actual building process, that the, it isn't all about um, getting out in the, the elements and getting exposed to um, what might be viewed as the dirtier side of the business. There's a lot of other opportunities out there. And speaking of which, I mean, there have been a lot of 
perceived barriers to bringing more women into the, the uh, construction marketplace. What do you see as some of the challenges that are out there um, that the industry needs to overcome? So I, I think, um, so I'll say one of the upsides is that because there are so many variables um, that keep women out of the construction industry, there's also an upside opportunity to kind of pull on a whole variety of levers in order to change that. Um, I, I think we've all seen, first of all, the stories of potential future labor shortages in construction. Right. Look at some of the most recent studies um, you'll see that I, I think something like 50% of contractors indicate that they're having difficulty filling open positions. And with, when you marry that with the fact that only 10% or so of the construction industry is women, you have this plethora of opportunities for women that go unfilled in an industry facing this potential shortage. Um, I, I think it's it's about culture. I think it's about creating a brand that clearly embraces diversity, but it's also really about the programmatic aspects of about how we recruit and hire, how we train and educate and provide professional development opportunities for women who want to carve a path to, to leadership positions. And of course, there are so many nuances in these components that can be optimized to be more inclusive. And, and we really need to address them, I think, from all angles. But as you mentioned, something that's so critically important to this dynamic is the fact that the industry is changing. So in addition to those jobs and fields and operations, as we move toward a more digital analytics and a data-driven company, we can attract talent from across that technology spectrum. Um, so in addition to the things that you would expect from uh, typical recruiting programs, talent, um, cultivation and ensuring that we have a culture where, where women feel comfortable and have a space to succeed. We're also adding an element um, to really focus on younger girls and, and women in STEM to show them that indeed construction can be more than hard hats and, and heavy machinery. And there are incredible aspects to building, but there's also logistics, there's supply chain, there's technology and data, there's communications and, and more. It's really unlimited in the types of jobs that are now becoming available. Absolutely, and, and certainly talking to young women earlier than, than I think the industry tradi traditionally has done so makes a big difference because it plants that seed early on um, and, and gets them talking about it and interested in it. One thing that I have heard about is that Suffolk has created its own kind of unique campaign called Rebuild the Ratio. And I'm really curious to know more about that. You know, what, are, what does that entail and what is the goal behind that? Can you tell us about that? I would love to talk about this because it's absolutely uh, a passion project for us and, and we think it's incredibly important. Uh, the genesis of, of this idea really originated in um, our planning for Women in Construction Week. And as we look back on so many of the campaigns and the celebrations launched during this week, one thing that we noticed was, although you know it's a wonderful week with really incredible intentions and recognition, the fact of the matter is the numbers aren't changing. Right. Um, and our idea was simple. We need more women in construction and other STEM related films. 
uh, fields. We, we make up 10% of the industry and we wanna help change that. And we wanna do it in a programmatic and measurable way. So rebuild the ratio at its core is our commitment to increasing women's representation in STEM, specifically in construction. And there's three key components to this. First, um, we at Suffolk are making a pledge to increase the percentage of women employed at Suffolk from our current 28% to 38% over the next 10 years. So a 10 percentage point increase over 10 years. Secondarily, we've initiated a 10-year partnership, um, starting with the Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts and Youth Build to develop and build out a custom STEM and construction curriculum. It'll include things like workshops and events, um, volunteer opportunities, and even our own Girl Scout badges uh, for troops nationwide ages 5 to 17. So we're starting out in, in Massachusetts, but this will be scaled nationally to our other regions after a, a short pilot period. And then finally, um, within the context of that program, the goal is to bring 10% of all of the Girl Scouts through that curriculum in 10 years and also establish an aggressive goal toward recruiting girls of color from underserved communities into STEM and, and other construction related trades. That sounds like such a great and worthwhile effort. And I think that it, there's so many benefits on, on all sides. I'm sure it's very fulfilling to, to have that kind of objective as a company. It, it really is. And I think you know, um, the teams have been so motivated and enthusiastic about it. It truly um, warmed my heart to see our, our social media feeds just flooded with support from our employees and partners when we launched this program um, in early March. And I, I, I think a, a couple of things I would add to that. One, there's a reason it's a 10-year program, and that's it, because this is a really a marathon and not a sprint. We know right. we all have a lot of work to do. But when you think about the benefits, it's clearly good for business. Study after study shows that having a diverse workforce impacts the bottom line in a positive way. So this is good for Suffolk and it's good for the industry. We also think it's the right thing to do. And it really aligns with our people above all culture and our broader diversity and inclusion ambitions. Um, and we like that it can be scaled nationally and benefit all of our associates and partners. And then finally, as a marketer, um, I always have to, to make sure that it fits with the brand. Our sure. mantra is prove impossible wrong. And this program is an absolute kind of perfect um, representation about how we think about ourselves as a brand. Right. It, and I think hearing you talk about the program, it really comes at such a critical time um, just in general for women because of the fact that women were so disproportionately affected by the pandemic in terms of job losses or the need to leave the workforce. Now that the economy is starting to recover, they're looking to try to get back into the workforce. And this provides such a great opportunity to make them aware of, of what's out there. Um, and starting certainly starting at a young age, those young women are going to come back home and they'll start talking about it with their, within their own families and spread the word even more. So what a great endeavor, honestly. Uh, we're extremely proud of this and it's actually been um, really gratifying to see 
how the teams have embraced the launch. And I think the kind of unique aspect of addressing the pipeline uh, of girls in STEM and acknowledging how at a young age, um, the, the research shows that girls are interested in STEM, but that funnel just narrows um, as they as they grow older, get through college and engineering, and as they pick their careers. So having that component is a complement to all of the other things that we're doing in recruiting and cultivating talent, I, I think is really what makes this program unique. Absolutely. Leah, I, you've given us some great insight and great information about your your path in construction um, and about the, the things that Suffolk is doing um, to help to try, try to drive more women into the industry. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about what you see as opportunities for women in construction or that you feel might help to encourage other women to consider careers in this industry? I think the, the most important thing to reinforce, just speaking from my personal experience, is um, making sure that our industry, and, and certainly Suffolk, is um, becoming a leader in communicating just how varied and dynamic our industry is. So kind of shattering those misconceptions about what, what construction is and uh, the types of jobs and opportunities that are available. And while the, the industry has historically been a little bit averse to change, um, I think firms like Suffolk and others are thinking very differently. We're embracing technology, we're continuing to innovate and really pushing the boundaries uh, of what's possible. So whether that's a choice to work in a project site or in a technology lab or in a data or analytics role, um, I, I do believe that there are many opportunities for women to thrive. Um, and as I mentioned, I personally would never have in a million years considered a, a career in construction, um, but this kind of changing landscape of different jobs created a place where I could belong and, and where I contribute. So ultimately, you know, starting with our pledge and our programming, we have a very ambitious goal to shatter these traditional perceptions in the STEM, in the building and construction industries from the ground up because women do belong and they do make our industry that much stronger. I agree completely. Leah, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a great conversation and I certainly appreciate your time. Absolutely, thank you. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Leah Stendhal at Suffolk Construction for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.